to the Dirty Moms Talk podcast, and we're your hosts, Brittany, mom of seven, creator of the Deliberate Day Journal, Tiffany, mom of five, author of DoraJane.com. Motherhood is overwhelming. It's always pushing you to do more and be more 24 hours a day. But here's the thing. You are the best mom for your kids. And no one on this earth is more perfectly created and qualified than you. If you are looking for honest answers to your real questions about motherhood, you've found your people. We're here to commiserate, to encourage, and empower real moms in the chaos of motherhood. And give you real solutions that get you one step closer to the motherhood you want. Today, our big question is, what are some... No, <laughs> that is not it's, our question. It's the one in the middle of the screen. Oh, okay. Brittany can see. I can't. Brittany, what's I'll our question it. today? Our question today is, how do you find time to connect with your husband? You're supposed to connect with your husband? Yes. Oh, yes, I know. Well-known secret. Yeah, that's true. For good relationships and all of that. Clearly, you have seven kids. You figured um, that out. And then another question we got kind of along that same vein too is where do you plan your me or us time in? Is it morning, night? Do you just pick specific days for it, date nights? And then how frequently do you do it? Well, okay. You have always been really good at doing date nights, I know. But that, I think it took, it took us a lot of years to get to your level. You're kind of like next level. I don't know, level. really. I think you're overestimating. Well, my amazingness. But back when we weren't doing any kind of date nights or anything, I, I think would say you it's just been like the last were. three years. But I mean, so, but, and, and this, I think it's important to say that there are different seasons, right? Yes. And oh, gosh, yes. Also, you have family who lives here. Mm -hmm. I think that can make a difference. Oh, definitely. There's a bear in the closet. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big deal. Ah. Uh, Okay, before we ever did date nights, before we ever did any of that, right? I would make sure that the first 15 minutes of when my husband got home after work belonged to just us. I love that. So we would make sure the kids were safe somewhere. Mm -hmm. And he, even like right up till the end of when he was actually working, he still had quite a bit of like back pain and stuff. So his first yeah. thing that he would do is come and go in the bathtub. So I would just sit next to the tub, listen to him talk about his day, and we would have 15 minutes. When you started, that, how did you start? I would, well, along that same vein, I don't take specific time as soon as he walks in the door, but I do make a specific effort to always make him feel welcome and make him feel just, yeah, just welcome. Just, just to know that we're happy for him to be home and we're so excited to be with him and that his day is done and everything like that. So I do make a specific effort to say hello to him, especially because at that hour of day, actually that's very difficult for me. I'm usually touched out, I'm usually sounded out, uh, and I just, I wanna just like buckle down, make dinner, get through dinner, survive bedtime and get to the end of the evening. And so for me, it was a little bit of a challenge to try and make the effort to stop what I was doing, go give him a hug, give him a kiss, ask him about his day, and just make him feel very, what I was feeling inside. I was so relieved he was home, but 
sometimes we don't communicate that so well. Especially when he walks in, you just start like barraging him with complaints. It doesn't exactly say welcome home the same way that a hug and a kiss and a hey, how are you doing or how was your day is. So, okay, so that's what you do like just on your normal average everyday day. What do you do for date nights? Date nights have adapted over time, like you said. So when we had little ones and we couldn't really go on dates, we would try to just pick a certain evening of the week and spend a little time together after kids go to bed. We would get maybe a HelloFresh meal and then make that together. We would make a separate dinner for the kids, wait till they all go to bed, and then make a dinner together, just the two of us. Uh, we would watch shows together in the evening and then you know, talk or laugh about them afterwards. The dates have adapted to my sisters come and we pay them to babysit once a month and then we go out for the whole day because it's just glorious to not just go out for an hour at dinner or something, but to just be gone the whole day. Not everybody has that amazing gift, but it is amazing for our family and it's amazing for us because there's no pressure to come back home and we're always gone. If you ever go on a date, make sure that you come back after the kids go to bed. I mean, I know a lot of people love putting their kids down or maybe their kids have a hard time going down without them, but that's brilliant. To just go away and not have to do dinner and not have to put any of your kids down, it is just such a weight off. Just once a month to have freedom from all of the momming that has to happen, especially in the heat of the evening or when everything is so hectic and so, come on. From three o'clock, everybody, every mother listening knows. From three o'clock to seven o'clock is, it's it's like hell hour, hell week, whatever it is. It's just rough. It's a rough part of the day. It is. So to go away and kind of skip out on that, it's amazing. Well, and I think it gives your kids the opportunity too to enjoy someone fresh who doesn't uh, spend three to nine with them every day. And that's why she is the optimistic one. Well. I'm like, get away from your kids. And she's like, and what a beautiful thing for your children. Well, because they get to hang out. They love their aunts, right? I know they do. I've seen how excited they are. So to And really, we've had other babysitters too. You know, if you don't have siblings or family or anybody who can babysit for you, don't be afraid to get a babysitter. There are some really good people out there. I would say, yeah. Also, we, when our two first kids were little, they were only 14 months apart. So we yeah. actually, we hired a team. We had two high school girls. Whoa. The inflation, now I don't know yeah. if we could do that, yeah. but you know, we'd pay each of them five bucks and then oh, they could yeah. like, you know, what's it like tag team, like high yes. five, one would come out of the ring, one would go in. And <laughs> Well, and honestly, it's more fun to babysit with a friend. So it, that's really a good idea. It was, and it worked so well. We knew the kids were loved. We knew yes. that they had all, and they were a lot like, when you have two kids, 14 months and under, I mean, that's that's a lot. Yeah. So you yeah. need a two, well, says me, now you have seven kids, but same thing. So I I think, I think that, but the coming home, that, that should be like a life note tip, come yeah. home after they go to bed. Yeah, I really, there's just something about being able to walk in the door and not, I don't know, it's when you go away and you know you've got to come walk back into that chaos, it can sometimes steal the joy from the actual date. Mm. And sometimes it can even, you know, cause resentment if you both walk in from this glorious date and your husband like goes upstairs and you have to go back into mom mode hardcore. Mm. Um, Or if you both just come back in knowing that you've got to just go right back into hardcore parenting. It's like, there's no after the date. It's just like... (sighs) 
you know, go. It's a date plus. Yes. Because it's almost like a second date after the it first really date. It really is. It really is. And then you get to be in your own home and just like comfortable and you're like, oh, this is just more extra quiet. Bonus date. Exactly. Yeah. Bonus yes, date. Yes. Mm -hmm. Bonus date. Okay. So then if you don't have time to go on an actual date like that, though, like we said, taking time in the evening, 15 minutes with your husband when he's taking a shower or a bath or just going in your room and, and literally locking the door for 10 minutes. Your kids can survive for 10 or 15 minutes alone. Another thing we do now, we did have to wait till our kids got a little bit older, but we go for a walk once a week. We try to. We just walk our neighborhood. We have a phone with us. They know they can call us at any second, and they do. Um, but we really just, it usually takes us 30 minutes to walk our whole neighborhood, and we come back. But we just walk and talk or just walk and enjoy the silence, depending on how the day has gone for either one of us. And that's something that's actually just really easy to do. If you can't take a walk, if you can't leave your kids for that long, look, employ a movie, okay? Don't, don't be too high and mighty to like, let your kids just sit and watch a movie, you know? And then sit outside on the front porch or sit on the back porch or hide in a closet while they're in the same room with you. Take time, take time with your husband. It's so, so good and so important. And sometimes we get in our mind that it has to look like it's a date or it has to look like you're going to dinner in a movie or something. But it can look like anything. It can look like going to Goofy Golf you know, one for lunch one day. It can look like hiding in a closet and eating Twizzlers. It can look like you know, sitting by your husband's shower or bath and just talking, talking. with him for a little bit. Um, we would do bread dates. So oh, yes. we didn't want to sit at a restaurant for a whole meal or there I was and still am kind of in on my journey of logging food and it's really difficult to go out to eat and actually eat anything mm -hmm. uh, that's delicious of course because yeah. I can make the delicious stuff at home but we would go and get bread and then play cribbage at at a restaurant for an hour yeah. so I mean it doesn't have to be fancy it was like six dollars yes. for, for the whole ordeal yeah, exactly. So, yeah, get an appetizer to share. Yep. If money is an issue, I, sometimes we pay for the babysitter and we can't actually afford to do anything on the date. And so <laughs> we will um, go find a picnic table, grab some snacks from the house, and play games on a picnic table. Or, uh, gosh, we've just driven around and just gone sightseeing, so to speak, in our own neighborhood, you know, our own town. Sometimes you can just drive around to places you haven't been before. Yeah. So there are a lot of options there. And find common ground. Uh, I hear sometimes people talk about how they don't have anything in common with your husband. Like, find common ground. If, if he likes playing um, Call sorry, of Duty, like, Pictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. My husband likes playing tanks. I'm sorry, I don't know anything about tanks, and I, I tried to play it. It was terrible. But I did make an effort to ask him about tanks and to ask, you know, there was this one I think called the Barask that he was waiting for and waiting for to come to the shop or something like that. And I just made an effort to log that name in my mind and be like, hey, did the brass come to the shop yet? Oh, man, oh, okay, I'm going to say a prayer that it does or something like that. So that I was constantly trying to find a common interest in what he found exciting and passionate. And he's always been, I think I really learned that from him. He's always been really, really good about being a really good listener when I'm telling him about things I'm excited about or things I'm struggling with or things I'm interested in. And then we found common ground that we both really enjoy, like playing games and actually painting. We both have fun painting. It isn't his activity or creativity of choice, but it is something that we both enjoy doing together. 
I, I would agree. My my husband is wonderful at he'll find shows for us to watch. You could watch a show and learn something together. Yes. I mean the History Channel. There you could watch a YouTube video and I mean be careful because <laughs> who knows if that's true or not. But there you're only limited by your creativity. Yeah. So let's throw this one in there too. Uh, me time. I know you asked about me time. So. One of the best me times that I find in my day is before my kids wake up. A lot of times I take the time after they go to sleep for me time, but generally that's shared with my husband. And I'll usually end up staying up too late if I'm trying to get the me time in also. And I've found that the best me time where I feel the most alive, I feel the most excited for the day to come and that benefits me the best is actually waking up before my children and taking a little time for myself then. Yes, I get up well, I, before daylight savings, yeah. I was getting up at four every day. Now I'm on the struggle bus with the waking yeah. up. But Four is, I haven't made it to four yet. Whew, but it's going to happen again. It's 5.30 is where I'm at right now, trying to get up before everybody else. But even if it's five, well, but you're still waking up. Okay, I only have cats and a husband that wake me up at night. I feel you like have, that still counts. I mean, well, you have a lot of kids that wake yes. you up at night. I can get up out of bed, feed cats, help a husband and go back to bed and not remember any of it the next day. That's, I mean, that's kind of a gift that I have. So It is a gift. But you, a gift. you actually get woken up. So waking up that early, I think it will come. Yeah, I'm waiting it for it. We're, we're coming, I feel like we're coming into it. It's not too, too far away. But I think it is important to find time, especially when you have little ones. If you have one little one, if you have three little ones, if you have seven little ones, it, it is overwhelming having the demands of the day constantly. And so finding a little bit of time to yourself to regroup, to just, to just focus, to pray, to drink coffee by yourself, to do anything that is just not being pulled in a different direction is really important. And sometimes you can just be honest with your husband. I am overwhelmed and I just need five hours by myself. Or when he comes in one night a week to say, every Wednesday night, could you give me one hour when you walk in the door where the minute you walk in the door, I hug you and kiss you and then I go upstairs to my, our room. I know that sometimes it's hard to ask for that or you, you know, you're worried about your husband not receiving it well, but you might be surprised. So, yeah. so really try to find small moments where you can take a little bit of time to yourself to regroup because it's hard to constantly be needed the way that you are when you're a mom. I think that's great. I think it's fantastic. Let your husbands help. I think that's yes. a good place to... And spend time with them. Absolutely. That's it. Thank that you for, up. yeah, thanks for joining us for this episode of Dirty Moms Talk. Community is vital in motherhood, so come connect with us on Instagram. You can find our handles in the show notes and go visit deliberatedayjournal.com to find some free resources to start changing your motherhood today. Before you go, though, hit subscribe and give us a rating. Ratings will help us build a community where mothers feel seen, encouraged, and empowered. And here's the thing. We can share our wisdom, we can share our ideas, but we're not experts. And we have a lot to learn still, too. We would love to hear your thoughts and hear any ideas that you might have to add. 